0: Thanks for downloading Scott Harold's podcast. If you use a smart speaker, you can always ask Alexa to enable the SOS radio skill. Can I tell you a secret? Life, it's hard, but we can actually make great decisions when we're forced to address hardship. And we're actually talking with Nikki Koziars today at SOS Radio. She's a best selling author and she works with Proverbs 31 Ministries. How are you, Nikki?
1: I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me on today.
0: You know, some of our best breakthroughs, they really do come through the flooding parts
1: of our life. Yes, they do. Unfortunately, right?
0: <laughs> I know, you learn a lot more in the hard times. I mean, it was John Lennon who said, "The greatest art always comes through pain."
1: Mm wise man. I will say that he had some good lyrics.
0: (laughs) So Nikki, you resonate a lot with the life of Noah and you write a lot about him in a lot of your blogs and and your new book Flooded. And it's easy to trust God when our prayers are answered and life seems like everything's all nice and tidy. But when life is rough, you start to really wonder like, what's God doing? What have you learned?
1: You know, this season that all of us have been walking through is COVID and at home and, you know, jobs being up in the air and events being canceled, it has been a really, I have not met somebody who said 2020 and even into 2021 has been an easy year, right? Like we've all said, this was a really hard year. And so what I have found though, is that the end of really hard seasons, two things can happen. Number one, we can just be full of faith and full of hope and just determination and march right into that next hard season. Or, and I would say that most of us tend to fall into this plane, we find ourselves flooded by doubt. Like we know that God is good, right? We know that the scriptures tell us that, but is he really good to me? And is he really good in this season? And can I trust him as I go from this hard season to the next hard season? Because we all know that the hard seasons don't just come and go, like there's an ebb and flow of them. So Noah taught me a lot about what it's like to make decisions, good decisions that lead us closer to God in the midst of things that feel impossible and hard.
0: Noah had to be a strategic planner. I'm telling you, you know, you're building this ark. You're cutting all that wood with hand tools and you get your family involved. Everybody else is just kind of going, what is that crazy old dude doing? It hasn't rained in a long time. It's never flooded. You know, God's not going to flood the earth. Everybody's a naysayer. Everybody wonders. And even Noah had to doubt what was going on, right?
1: Absolutely. Because, you know, the scriptures tell us that Jesus was the only perfect human that ever lived on this earth. Okay. But we even saw... Jesus get to the point in the Garden of Gethsemane where he said, God, if this is possible for you to take this cup from me, then take it. Like he felt the heart of that situation. So Noah was a 100% human. So absolutely, he had moments where he questioned and he wondered, did I really hear God correctly? Did he really give me this assignment? <laughs> because it wasn't just a couple weeks he had to build the ark you know it was over a hundred years that he would spend building this ark and listening to the naysayers in his town and you know he had sons and i have teenage daughters so i'm confident that teenage sons are the same way but they can be a little bit sassy right when we say god has called us to something and so Think about, you know, the rolling of the eyes and are you serious, dad? Like, we're really going to have to do all this and just all of the negative vibes that he must have gotten from everyone, including his own family. So he is someone who we can look at in the scriptures and say, this man did this and he did it really well. I mean, we do see a very human side of Noah come out at the very end of his story, but you know, pretty much the whole account of Noah is just something that is so inspiring to our faith.
0: We're talking about how we bounce back from a long season of despair and doubt with Nikki Koziars today at SWS Radio. She's an author, and she works at Proverbs 31 Ministries, and Nikki, it's interesting because hope, it's an amazing thing that we all look towards, but saying we hope is one thing. And sometimes we have wishful thinking, like there's this optimism out there, and you you feel centered in your life and optimistic. But let's talk about how hope is something different than just blind optimism.
1: Mm, That's such a good point because there's a difference between wishful thinking and biblical hope. And I think a lot of us get this tripped up in our lives. So one of the things that has helped me to understand this is what I call understanding the differences between principles and promises, okay? And so all throughout the scriptures, there are hundreds of promises that God has given us as humans, Now, here's the problem. Sometimes we look at these promises and they were written for someone else, like Abraham and Sarah and Joseph and Jacob and people like that, and we can claim those promises that were for them for us. And then we find ourselves really frustrated because we're like, but I'm claiming this promise, but it's not a promise that God ever gave us. But God cannot lie, okay? So there are promises that we can hold on to in the scriptures. However... We have to understand the difference between a promise, God cannot lie, and a principle that he gives us. So one of my favorite principles that he gives us in the scriptures is one we're all really familiar with, right? Like, train up a child in the way they should go, and when they're older, they won't depart from it. Well, that sounds amazing, right? But you and I both know people who have raised their kids in the church and done X, Y, and Z, and they still wandered far from God. So that's a principle because it's something we actually do on our part, and the results are not promised to us, but it's a principle we can hold on to. So that's kind of the difference between wishful thinking and biblical hope, and it comes down to us really studying the scriptures to know, like, what are God's promises for me today?
0: We're talking with Nikki Kosiars today at SWS Radio, and she just wrote a new book about how you deal with a long season of despair and doubt. It's actually called Flooded, the five best decisions to make when life is hard and doubt is rising. And Nikki, when we're going through those seasons where you feel like I'm I'm praying and I'm praying and I'm praying and I'm not hearing those promises of God, or maybe I'm not seeing the principles that I'm chasing after it's just like, I'm feeling a disconnect. You know, how, how do you start to decipher where there's a promise, where there's a hope, where there's a principle and where I've kind of gone astray or, or where I've just misunderstood it all?
1: Yeah. And I think it comes down to, here's the reality <laughs> to each his own, right? Like we've got to carry this ourselves. And the very first words in chapter one, I'm pretty to the point. I say things like, here's the reality. You are the greatest struggle that you will ever have to overcome. And so when we're doubting, sometimes we have to wonder, is this just me writing this story of doubt? Is it my circumstances writing this story of doubt? Or have I not taken the time to really understand the Word of God so that I do know what promises I can claim for my life? I grew up in the Baptist Church where we learned how to pray with this ACTS. It's an acronym, right? Like Adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication, which is awesome. That's a great way to pray. But one of the things that I came to understand as I've gotten a little bit older and a little bit wiser is that there are spiritual disciplines that God gives us based on the scriptures. And one of those is silence. And we are not good about being silent in our lives. And so maybe one of the reasons why we can't hear God is because it is so loud in our heads and in our lives and on our phones that we can't even hear what he's saying to us. So I would encourage people who feel like they can't hear from God right now or they don't know what he's doing to really practice that spiritual discipline of silent, just get quiet before God and let him speak.
0: We're talking about when our life just feels flooded with Nikki Cozyars today at SWS radio It's funny because we pray and we pray and we pray, and sometimes we feel like we don't get a breakthrough. And I think a lot of times as we grow older, we stop praying bold prayers, maybe out of this fear that maybe God won't come through. Nikki, what have you learned about quieting that fear?
1: There have been times where I thought I heard something from God and I had it wrong. Can I just be perfectly honest about that? I don't think that those of us in the big church are willing to say this enough. You know, There's been times where I think about my book writing journey where the first few books that I pitched and put out there, I was like, I just know that this is what God told me to write about. Well, guess what? Publishers didn't agree with me. (laughs) In fact, this book on Noah, I pitched it seven years ago, and it wasn't God's timing in that season. So we've got to be humble enough to say, maybe I did not hear correctly, but not let that make us so numb to believing God again. You know, I talk about the suicide of my brother in this book. And that was a really hard and heavy season to walk through. And at the end of it, I found myself wrestling like, God, why would you allow someone to commit suicide? You know, why is that coming, you know, through your hands? And the thing that the Lord just graciously showed me in that season was that we make decisions. God is in charge, but he's not controlling us. He's not manipulating us. We're not test pieces on this great big game that he's moving around. And so we've got to be willing to say like, sometimes I get it wrong. Sometimes it just doesn't make sense what's happening, right? Like stop trying to make sense of everything that comes through God's hands. And sometimes we just need to stand firm until we see the fulfillment of God.
0: So Nikki, Noah was building this massive ark. It took like 120 years to build. It was bigger than our entire neighborhood. (laughs) You're thinking about all these animals in there, the strategy, the plans. I mean, during Noah's life, you discovered some key decisions that he made that I think we could all emulate over our own lives. Yes,
1: absolutely. I mean, Noah, the thing that we know about him is that he was a farmer. He was a preacher of righteousness, but nowhere in the scriptures do we see him being defined as an ark builder. <laughs> and so, yes, he took on this massive assignment of building this ark that was about a football field and a half. So, yes, huge, massive assignment that he had to undertake. And he had to make decisions to follow this assignment, right? So, the first decision that I talk about in the book is to walk with God. Then I talk about he made the decision to listen to God. And I talk about how he made the decision to rise above the doubt that would try to weigh him down. I talk about a decision to remember who was in charge. And then the last decision was to find the familiar faithfulness of God. So we don't see words from Noah until the very end, but we do see actions and actions stem from decisions. And so obedience is a daily decision that we have to make.
0: You know, in the Gospel of Matthew, it says your father knows what you need before you even ask him. And we're talking about how we bring our hard, honest, raw questions to God. And we're talking this morning with Nikki Kosiars, and it's so strange because in our faith, we feel like the longer we grow, the more we should know God and the easier our prayers should be, right? But sometimes it's the rawness, it's the crying, sometimes it's the fasting, sometimes it's the silence where we get our breakthrough and we just keep talking and talking and talking all the time doesn't okay
1: maybe i'm not the only one who feels this way sometimes i feel like when somebody first accepts christ like they become a christian it's just like all of a sudden god just starts showing up left and right in their lives right but then those of us that have been you know followers of jesus our entire lives what it feels like it's like it gets harder the further we go with him and you know that's really what growth means like god doesn't just want us to stay in our baby faith. I mean, he wants us to grow up. I mean, that's a hard part of our faith is that there are things that we need to do to make sure that we keep growing and God will do his part of keep stretching us. But will we allow that stretch to be something that ultimately leads us to a stronger, healthier faith, or is it going to destroy us?
0: Now, Nikki, in your new book, Flooded, you talk about the five decisions to make when life is hard and doubt is rising. You know, let's make better choices. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Talk a little bit about some of those decisions that you write about.
1: I'll tell you the one decision that I really think has stuck with me more than any of them. I love all of them. It's kind of like asking, which is your favorite child? I don't have a favorite decision but the decision to remember that God is in charge is one that has really struck me the hardest. And so I kind of think about it like this, right? Like I grew up singing all those songs about God is in control. And, you know, we used to say things like God is in control, just trust him and things like that. But a long time ago, someone encouraged me to start thinking about God being in charge versus control. Okay. So when we think about a coach, like my husband coaches cross country, I'll use him for the example. As a coach, he lays out the plan, right? Like he tells his team what they need to do to beat this person, to get to this point, to have this time. But ultimately, it's up to them to decide if they're going to listen to him as their coach or not. So God's in charge of the plan, but ultimately, I'm in control of my obedience. He wants me to obey, but he's not going to force me to obey because that's not the character of God.
0: And it's interesting because we put our values on God, but he reveals himself to us and we get it twisted sometimes.
1: Oh, 100%. And that's okay, right? Like God is not sitting up in heaven going, oh, they got it wrong again. You know, he is sitting there with the grace and mercy that he offered us through the cross of Jesus Christ. And we never get to this point where God gives up on us and he's just over it and finished and can't give us another chance. It's always us that are the ones that are turning and walking the other way.
0: There's such a difference between finding peace in a problem and finding peace in a promise. And we're actually talking with Nikki Kosiars today at SWS Radio. You wrote a book digging into some of the decisions that we make when we're dealing with rough life, You know, when we're having so much doubt or having a lot of fear. And one of the biggest breakthroughs is when we can resist the urge to control things that really are never controllable.
1: Yes, absolutely. I would agree that that is a very human struggle, right? Like let's give ourselves permission to be human here because God's not called any of us to be superheroes. Thank goodness. And he also has not called any of us like Noah to save humanity. Thank goodness. So we're not talking about, you know, huge steps sometimes that he wants us to take. It's just really these simple things that I think we can do. So in the book, I actually talk about a couple of things that you can do when you start to feel like you're trying to grab for control. And one of those things is to call out the things that feel out of control. I think sometimes we are trying to grab hold of things and we don't even know what we're doing. And so, you know, during the season of COVID and being at home and things like that, like I had to call out that season of feeling like everything in our country and our world was out of control. And unless we're willing to call it out, how can we expect God to help us through that? So that's one thing. And then the other thing that I would say is to challenge your reactions. So sometimes doubt is a habit that leads us to needing to be in control. And so when things feel out of control, when we call it out, we can also challenge our reactions and have newer, healthier ones. So one of the prayers that I put into the book is, you know, when things feel out of control, try praying this. God, help me to not do what I normally tend to do. Help me to see a new way, your way, guide me, Holy Spirit.
0: Well, that's so good about calling out the habits that we form, because we don't even realize sometimes you have a habit of anger, and maybe you have a habit of doubt. Maybe you have a habit of apathy, and you're blaming it on other people, but it's just become a habit, just like a spiritual discipline can become a habit. It's just the converse side of all of it.
1: Absolutely. Yes, totally. I think sometimes we think when we follow after Jesus, everything's just going to start falling into place, right? Like we shouldn't have all these human struggles and that's what they are. We're humans, you guys. Like God's not asked any of us to be perfect, but we do need to own our own process and all this and stop looking to counselors and pastors and books and Bible studies and just really look within and say, God, what needs to be changed inside of me so that this habit can become different?
0: That's good. We're talking with Nikki Cozier today at SOS Radio. She's an author and a podcaster and a speaker. And thanks so much for spending some time with us today. Her new book, it's called Flooded. It's the five best decisions to make when life feels hard and doubts rising. Thanks, Nikki.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: You're good to go. Thanks for downloading the SOS Radio podcast. If you enjoy the discussion, give it a five-star rating in your app store. The way the technology works, your ratings really help spread the word.